Good morning and welcome to Rollins Around Town. My name is Sam Stark and I serve as the Vice President of Communications and External Relations here at Rollins College. My role allows me to engage in the Central Florida community on many levels and it is my responsibility to help connect the dots between the college and the community at large. The dots I refer to are opportunities for college stakeholders, faculty, staff, and students to have access to leaders and professionals in our region. This helps Rollins deliver on our mission while also uplifting the brand of the college throughout Central Florida. So this show will showcase the connections between Rollins and the Central Florida community. We will introduce the college to important community leaders and share the impact Rollins has throughout town. Guests will come from outside of the college as well as feature our very own faculty, staff, and students. The goal of the show and these interviews is to show the role, the important role, Rollins plays in town and how important the college is to our region. So thank you for joining us this morning and it is my pleasure to welcome a wonderful friend and an amazing partner of Rollins College, Mr. Jesse Martinez, General Manager of the Alphond Inn. Welcome to the show, Jesse, and thanks for being with us this morning. Well, thank you, Sam. I'm actually excited to be here and the reason why is, one, I'm hanging out with my friend, get to talk about the Alphond Inn, Rollins College and Winter Park, so I'm pretty stoked. I love it. I love it. Well, indeed. Um, yeah, I mean, first and foremost, uh, Jesse and I became immediate friends because we're both Dodgers and Raiders fans. Yes, so sir. Kind of uh, speak, uh, <laughs> speaks to, to the uh, uh, great taste we both have in, in sports. So, Jesse, we're not really doing deep dives into the bio of each guest and just trying to let you tell your story a little bit to start us off and just answer some questions if you're okay with that. Um, first, where, where are you from and where'd you grow up? Yeah, born and raised in San Diego, California. Uh, was there till the age of 19 where I then joined the Air Force. Spent 22 years, retired back in 2011. I was active duty uh, for uh, 10 of those 12 years. In the last 12 years, I was the Air Force Reserve and uh, retired at the rank of Master Sergeant, so. That's fantastic. Well, thank you for your service. Absolutely. I'm sure you had some interesting times. Um, what, what happened next? Where'd you go after your service? Well, you know, during my service, uh, I started to really think, am I gonna be a lifer, as they call it? Am I gonna do my, my 20 as an active duty or even 30 years? And uh, I had some questions. I, I thought I, I, I wanted to do other things. And so I, um, I began working, uh, well, try to be a young entrepreneur. <laughs> Love it. And started uh, with uh, another buddy, and we, we started a limousine company. Yes, uh, in San Diego? In, in San Antonio, I'm sorry, San okay. Antonio, Texas, where I was stationed. And uh, we thought that would be a fun deal, which actually for six years it was. We ended up with six vehicles. Uh, we could actually answer the phone and say we had the newest and largest limousines in San Antonio at that point. Um, <laughs> we were in big debt uh, because we did buy the largest <laughs> and biggest <laughs> limousines that you could have in San Antonio. Um, and then, you know, that, that really wasn't my thing. Yeah. And I got a phone call one day from a dear friend of mine that was in the Air Force, and he was the director of security for the Hilton Palacio del Rio Hotel in San Antonio on the Riverwalk, and said, have you ever thought about doing hospitality? And he goes, you have the great personality, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. You're engaging, da, da, da. I said, yeah, I mean, that sounds pretty cool. And he goes, but it's in the security realm. It's in, it's, it's in hotel security. And I said, okay, I've been a law enforcement I've been a cop in the Air Force for over 20 years, um, but at that point, I think it was seven or eight. I said, eh, it sounds like riding along with uh, what I do. So yeah, sure. So 
I actually started out as an overnight security supervisor, 11 at, at night to 7 in the morning um, for the first year. And uh, they saw some things in me, and they promoted me to day shift supervisor. And then literally within a two-year period, I was actually the director of the department because my buddy had uh, left over to another hotel, and uh, they promoted me to that. So I kind of started, and it was fun. Um, was a director of security for four different hotels in my career um, that, that spanned from 1998 all the way to, gosh, 2000. Eight, nine. That's amazing. From a from a security standpoint. Yeah. Um, but uh, I liked it. It was a, it was an awesome awesome thing. That that is not the career path of most general managers <laughs> in hotels. <laughs> uh, probably point zero 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 one percent that are are directors of security. Um, but uh, I knew I had a, a large learning curve, uh, and that curve was going to learn sales, operations, food and beverage. There was a lot of things to learn about the the inner workings of a hotel, and. Uh, uh, took on the challenge, and then my first hotel was back in 2000, oh gosh, 10. Okay. And uh, and now I'm here at the beautiful Alphonse Inn for the last almost seven years. So what? when did you leave San Antonio? I left San Antonio in 2003. To come to Central Florida? To come to, well, I actually went to... Uh, uh, the Adams Mark in Daytona Beach okay. as yeah. a director of security there. Yeah. Uh, and then I got a call from one of my longtime mentors, Mr. Stuart Newmark. Uh, and Great guy. Uh, he, he saw my resume because I had applied for the director of security for the Grand Bohemian back in 2003. Saw my resume, gave me a call. And if you know Stuart, as Love him. You, you're saying that you do, um, he's, uh, he's a wheel, uh, wheeler and dealer. And uh, <laughs> He got me, didn't even, he shut the door. He goes, you're not leaving the room, Jesse, until you say you're going to take this position. That's uh, and so um, I did. <laughs> I wanted to leave the room, right? It was That's time right. to go. And so I went ahead and took that. And so I was director of security for the Grand Bohemian. Uh, in 2003. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. What, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty, that's a pretty remarkable path. Cause I mean, I've been in the sports tourism and uh, chamber business. I've certainly met and dealt with a lot of hotel general managers. And I like to ask, where are you from? What'd you do? And I, I'm not sure the, the no, director no, of security say is I the pathway. Sales director or food and beverage guy <laughs> right. or gal. That's amazing. Uh, but not an old security guy. <laughs> so was it something you learned specifically along the way? Was it something you learned in the military? Like what, what was your moment? What was a life lesson moment, particularly in the military, your military experience that maybe sort of helped you become the, you know, the incredibly qualified and talented, you know, and diversely skilled guy you are today? The military was a huge, a huge help uh, in my career. I, I think one, it started at home. I, th I believe my father, uh, he was a very professional guy. Uh, he, we couldn't uh, speak out of turn. We, we had to be very professional and hospitable to everybody. Um, I, I couldn't even go to a, a friend's house and go play uh, without asking permission from the parents to, to play in their, in their house. Um, and so I kind of grew through that. And then the military, you know, I was in college and I left college uh, and I joined the Air Force. And um, the structure was, was what I needed at yeah. that point in time. And so, you know, chain of command, I, I, I fell right in line with. Um, and I felt that I could excel in that environment. And I got promoted within, you know, uh, in the Air Force uh, pretty quickly for my age. Uh, and I, I'm sure a lot of people know this feeling where 
you either a supervisor at such a young age and your peers were ju- you were just hanging out with them as friends right. but now you're supervising them and that's how I kind of grew within the military uh, and I felt that I could do some good in that part but uh, I was always a cop you know co- cop at heart and yeah. uh, and uh, I felt I was doing something protecting people I was helping people and I think that's always been in my in my DNA yeah and so uh, when I when I was given the opportunity for the hotels in the security realm, did not know that it was going to take me into this, into what I, uh, you know, doing today. I just loved people and yeah. I loved making sure people were safe, making sure the facilities were safe, whatever, it, whatever I could do. And uh, I think that's what made me uh, love the hotel so much because you meet so many different people and uh, you want to do the right thing by them. And so protecting them, I felt that was my part in that. And so, um, but then I thought about when do I really, really want to make some decent money. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I said, there's got to be a time where you, you know, what you love and what you really need to do for family. Yeah. Uh, And so I asked Stuart one day, uh, I looked at him, I said, what do you think about me being a GM someday? Still again, he goes, I've just been waiting for you to to, to ask me that question. He put me on the path and, uh, and here we are. Here we are. That's amazing. Yeah. So you've been at the Alphonse. Were you the first or the second general manager? I was the second. Second. Uh, uh, it was Deanne Gable who opened the the hotel. Right. Great lady. Uh, and she she went down south. Yeah. And I got called by a recruiter. I, I remember it. I was walking down the hallway checking the fitness room of my current hotel. Yeah. And uh, and they said, uh, Have you ever heard of the Alphonse Inn? And I said, Absolutely. It's, it's an iconic hotel. And uh, you know, it's been around, I know, for less than a year or a year. And I said, yes. And uh, what would you think about, you know, an opportunity with uh, being the general manager? I said, absolutely. We talked on the phone. I was in my fitness room uh, at the hotel for about an hour with the recruiter. Uh, and then it was within uh, less than two weeks from that conversation, less than two weeks, I was hired as That's the general manager. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah. Are we allowed to say the recruiter's name? Because if I do, I think it's our friend. Mike? It's our friend, Miss Sarah Marshall. Sarah Marshall, she's I love it, dear friend. Yes, uh, fabulous lady. And she'll keep you on the phone for an hour. That's she for sure. Will. She will. And I can talk too. So it was. A, it I was love a, it. It was a I match made in heaven. That's great. Uh, Sarah is a dear friend. Uh, her husband Eric is an alum of the yes, college, sir. and yeah. um, he's a senior vice president at Universal. So one day we'll have we'll have the, them on as well. But that that's a small world. Yes, it is. So talk about the connection between, you know, the Alphonse Inn and Rollins. I mean, well, first talk about the hotel. Just give us the, the size and the scope of the hotel. Yeah, you know, iconic, right? It's, it's a cemented in the community. Uh, it was built in 2013, August of 2013. Um, it's 112 rooms, 10,000 10, square feet of indoor and 10,000 square feet of outdoor space. Uh, one restaurant, one bar, um, beautiful, beautiful pool area. You know, the vision that Rollins had to build something that would that would engulf or encompass what the city's about. Yeah. Uh, they hit it right on the spot and uh, and was super proud of what what they their vision was. One, to build an iconic hotel that uh, had grandioso type events and uh, and uh, was for the city. But along with that, of course, as we know, the mission behind the Alphonse Inn is the endowment, is bringing our net profits back to the uh, Alphonse Scholarship Program. Yeah. Uh, that has been, when, when we can talk that story uh, to our guests, uh, they, they open their wallets up really wide. Uh, they, they want to 
help. They want to donate. They want to do whatever they can to further education here at Rollins College. And so, you know, we 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 embrace that, and uh, we love we love the mission. And so, we're very proud. We've been able since 2013 to put 16.6 million dollars. Wow. Back to the college for scholarships. That equates to 63 scholarships. Right. Basically about $240,000 a full ride uh, to Rollins College. It's, uh, it's incredibly valuable for the college uh, knowing that um, we, we can, you know, we, we consider all of our students great. Right. And, and uh, the Alphonse Scholars are, are clearly, you know, some of the best of the best in the country. And they have an opportunity to go pretty much anywhere they want uh, in the country to go to college. And because of the scholarship, because of the partnership and the hotel, we've, we are able to get just fantastic, uh, student leaders. And, uh, it's, it's an amazing program. Do you know, I know there's one or two hotels like this. Do you know, is there like a smaller network? There's no hotel. None, None. not even, not, not net profits. Interesting. (laughs) Not net profits go straight to an endowment. Gotcha. Uh, and we're proud to say that we're the only one. We're also proud to say we're the only hotel that has a true living museum within a hotel. Yeah, talk um, about that a yeah, little bit. Yeah, we, we have the beautiful Alphand um, Contemporary Art Collection in the, in the hotel. About 150 to 170 pieces being shown in the hotel. Right. But there's literally over 300 pieces in the collection. Um, the uh, the Alphands, uh, Ted and Barbara, generously donated their collection to the Cornell Fine Arts Museum. Right. And with that, uh, we now have uh, a, a museum-quality art that's curated by the museum themselves. Yeah. Uh, we have tours. Uh, it, it's, there's so many pieces of art that are so thought-provoking. Yeah. Uh, you have to come and see this. And it's a rotation, so we rotate the art, not, not the entire collection, but those that need to go back in the dark or maybe on exhibition or come, come, to, the, come to the museum to be shown. Uh, we do that once a year. And we yeah. do about 60 to 70% of that, and we, we, we rotate uh, with new art. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, the extension of the partnership, you know, the school, the scholarships, the art museum, I mean, it is, um, it's, it's incredibly, oh, you know, mutually beneficial on so many yeah. levels. And, Trifecta, uh, you know, and yeah. then you throw in the city of Winter Park in there. Right. Uh, there's no way that we can go wrong. I could actually probably leave that hotel from my home <laughs> and still be profitable. <laughs> What's interesting, and you might remember this in the early 2000s, uh, I used to run the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce. There yes. was, there was a, a, a drawing on the table to, to build a hotel on the property where the Alphand Inn is now, but to take the whole site Right. And there was literally, um, I think they were going to have a Red Door Spa, and it was a fa- it was a high end brand. I can't even remember what the brand mm-hmm. was, but they were going to have the whole you know the whole property, and uh, and obviously with the you know the uh, downfall in the economy in the mid to late the two thousands, uh, it it didn't happen that way. Right. And what a what a gift, you yeah. know, to the college to be able to buy that piece of the property, and um, and you're right next to a beautiful. Um, Townhouse collection, the residences. We have the residences. Yes, the, I mean we're we're surrounded by beautiful yep. uh, condominium homes. It's a beautiful yeah. spot. Yeah. Um, talk a little bit about some future plans and expansion that are on the drawing board for for the Alphand Inn. Right. We 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 were excited, and we still are, <laughs> <laughs> um, that we were uh, planning for an expansion uh, back uh, almost a year and a half ago now, uh, and uh, we were excited it was going to add 72 more uh, guest rooms, banquet space, another food and beverage outlet, another state-of-the-art fitness center, and a, and a beautiful elevated 
uh, event deck yep. with the with the pool. Um, still, still there. You know, we we have our meetings every every <laughs> week talking about uh, making sure that when we can pull the trigger, right, uh, we will and we'll be ready for it. Yeah, obviously, the pandemic has slowed that down, and and you know the college had to remain open and, and the hotel needed to also. <laughs> so uh, we needed to concentrate on making sure that we get through this together. And I, I think that was the right decision. So we're super excited still. Yeah. We, we're hoping within the next year to, you know, year and a half, It'll we can happen. get that back on. Yeah. But we are concentrating and hopefully this will happen is the renovation. So right. we're planning the renovation and hopefully it, by the end of, uh, of this year, we'll get that going uh, and uh, have new, uh, beautiful guest rooms renovated. Uh, our first floor, I'm super excited to to announce, is that uh, within the next month we'll have all new furniture uh, from the lobby to the library to the lounge to the private dining room. Beautiful. It's uh, it's time to change it out, and, yeah. and we have so it's going to still have a the the right feel, but it is going to look a bit different. But it's going to be gorgeous. That's just spectacular. The expansion I know will happen. It'll it'll make it an even better property for the community, for your guests, and, and obviously ultimately for, for the scholarship pool for, uh, for Rollins and Rollins students. So that's, that's truly amazing. Just talk a little bit about Hamilton's Kitchen, one of the best <laughs> restaurants in town. Absolutely. We've, we've garnered some, some nice awards, uh, you know, through the last almost eight years uh, being in existence. Hamilton's Kitchen, uh, as we know, Hamilton Holt is when it was uh, one of our longest tenured former presidents here at uh, Rollins College. And it was named after him because we wanted to, to uh, really portray what he did or how he felt back in those days. And he used to have a lot of guests over to his home, and uh, he would just talk. And he would have them over, way too many uh, for his kitchen or for his living area. And he would say, hey, just grab a chair anywhere in the house, bring it on in, and let's, let's talk. We really wanted that casual feel, but upscale at the same time. So when you go into Hamilton's Kitchen, it's 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 kind of a rustic feel, yeah. um, but and the chairs are mis- mismatched because of mm. that. We wanted to, to you know pay homage to that also, um, but uh, we we have garnered you know best hotel restaurant, um, best brunch, uh, with the Wine Spectator Award. We have a we have a great sommelier. Uh, on property, yeah, uh, and so we can we can we can. Um, we can go with the best of them. We Absolutely. Yeah. Between the patio and the bar, I mean, it's just a, it's a great place for locals. And I, I've yet to come across a local. The only complaint you have about the Alphonse Inn, they, they can never get a room when they want to. Now that was pre-pandemic. <laughs> pre-pandemic. We got a few. We got a few <laughs> understand. Open now. So, you know, it, it's an obvious question, but how hard has your job been over the last year? It's been tough. It's what, what's been tough is to see how the industry has has been severely hit by this. You know, I'm I'm the chairman of the Central Florida Hotel Lodging Association, the largest hospitality association in the United States, and to see my fellow uh, GMs and 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 hoteliers uh, get impacted where they've had to close the doors, or you know they're running 10, 20, maybe 30 percent on a good day right. uh, through tough. this pandemic was 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 just God, just devastating to yep. be quite honest. And it hit us here at, at the Alphonse Inn too. There was a period of time where we were, we were contemplating, we had conversations of possibly temporary closing the doors. Right. Um, we were running into the, the low teens in occupancy. 
Uh, I did have to shut down our food and beverage operation for about three weeks. Yeah. Um, just to just to make sure that we could keep the lights on and the doors open and, and keep those who we could keep employed employed. Right. Uh, so, a lot of heavy hearts. You know, a lot of lot of lot of just looking at people and when you have to lay off or if you have to furlough. Um, 85% of our staff. Mm. So we, we, when we're running at full throttle, we're probably about 215 employees, associates. Wow. We got down to 35. Wow. And, uh, and I know even some larger hotels have, have, have even uh, cut uh, the fat even thinner. Uh, yeah. And so, wow. um, but 35 to, to run that hotel. Um, and of course, we had to cut some services and things of that nature that, that just mm. weren't, uh, weren't good. But that was what we had to do to get, get by. Well. Certainly weren't alone, but you seem mm-hmm. to have weathered it as as effectively as possible, and uh, brighter days ahead for sure. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 uh, we've been fortunate over yeah. the last four months to be running um, better than the the market at yeah. this point. So we're we're seeing a nice a nice uh, horizon, hopefully. So you talk about the market uh, here in Central Florida, and specifically in Winter Park. For those in Winter Park, there's a lot of discussion, and there's actually you know as we sit here today. There's a there's a new hotel on the drawing board for the city of Winter yes. Park that's getting a lot of interest, um, yes. and I think it goes to the city commission on Monday for, you know, review and, and possibly approval. What what's your take? Are you are you comfortable with that as a competitor within within the industry? How do, how do you feel yeah. about this? You know, there's there's two answers to that question. One is pre-pandemic, and then now mm-hmm. post-pandemic. We're not even post. We're still in it, unfortunately. Pre-pandemic, hundred percent. Absolutely. Uh, we knew that uh, even our, our local chamber was doing, uh, making great strides in, 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 in tourism, bringing, bringing more people into the city. Uh, and we were super proud of that. We knew that we needed additional uh, rooms in the, in the area, which then we have the Hilton Garden Inn now. Yep. Uh, now we're going to be having the, um, the courtyard, uh, you know, in that similar area. And then now the, the Henderson Hotel. And when it was first brought up, uh, gosh, at least a year or two, two years ago, uh, I was all for it. As a competitor, as you said, yeah. uh, bring it on. Right. right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We, 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 <laughs> we think we can handle that. Um, but we also knew that it was great for the city and that we knew that additional rooms was going to help bring more people in. Um, so it was all great. Then the pandemic hit. Right. And just looking, and I'm on, I'm on several, uh, you know, industry boards. I have a lot of webinars in regards to the American Hotel Lodging Association, Florida Restaurant Lodging Association, things like that. So I, I have some data that will, that will show that it's going to be a tough two years. Yeah. Now people will say, well, the hotel won't be built for another two years. So we're going to be just coming out of it. Right. And I hope we are. And I'm, I'm optimistic that we will be. But what if we're not? Right. You know, and so... That's that's my only reservation. What we're doing currently, um, yeah. still support them. I, I I am. I'm a supporter of that because I'm I'm a supporter of of, of any lodging uh, establishment, but I'm not sure if the timing is perfect right now. Yeah. Um, and so that I mean that's my just yeah, my no, honest opinion. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So you, you talked a little bit about the industry, uh, particularly in Central Florida, obviously, which is relevant to us and. You know, we're about to send off, or really are, have, have sent off two icons in the tourism industry, <laughs> Georgia Gell from Visit Orlando and Rich Maladecki at the Central Florida Hotel and Lodging Association. Uh, and that means we'll welcome two new leaders into that role, those roles. 
So can you tell us what you know about Cassandra Mate mm-hmm. and uh, who will lead Visit Orlando and uh, Robert Agrusa, who, who is a friend of mine and, a, and a, just a great guy who, who's leading right. CFHLA. I know he'll do a great job, but what's been, yeah. of course, sort of the Central Florida tourism buzz about those two? Yeah, I'll start with Sandra because I don't know much. Uh, now, she does come from the city that I was there for Indeed. 17 years. San Antonio. Uh, so I did call uh, a few friends in the industry there. <laughs> they love her. Great. Uh, they believe that she's going to do a fantastic job here. Um, so we're excited. My good friend Brian Combs is the chair for Visitor Orlando. Um, and they're, you know, I was, you know, he was obviously a major part in the, the hiring process. And uh, he has nothing but great things to say about her. So we're excited about that. It's a big change. You know, we, we, we had George and we had, and we had uh, Rich. And yeah. uh, they've done nothing but stellar uh, things for this community, for Central Florida, in, from a tourism perspective. But I can speak, obviously, more to Rich Meladecki yeah. uh, and, and, and Robert. And so, you know, I was not supposed to be the chair for CFHLA uh, this year. It was supposed to be uh, a wonderful lady named Sonia. And unfor- oh, I guess fortunately she was promoted and, uh-huh. uh, and she had to take on some more responsibilities. Um, so she couldn't give her 100% yeah. uh, to 2021. And uh, there were some leaders that got together, including Rich, and said, well, who can we get to... To, uh, to replace her for this year. And just coming <laughs> off 2019 as being the chair, right. uh, I thought I was, I was good. Uh, <laughs> home free. I was home free. <laughs> um, I was the immediate past chair sitting in the back of the room and just, just listening to people. And then, and then I would be actually rolling off the board for one year and then coming back on. Uh, but Rich came to me and he said, Jesse, we, we, we need to ask you an important question um, and we need your support. Is This is, a, this is 2021. We'll still be in the pandemic. Uh, we'll have a new leader in Visit Orlando. You're going to have a new leader at, at uh, CFHLA. We need someone who that we feel you know confident yeah. uh, through this. And and we have a new you know three members of the board uh, board of county commissioners. Uh, so a lot of things going on that we need someone who has sat in that seat yeah. and and and, and uh, has navigated through the politics and and things of that nature over the last you know few years. Um, would you consider taking this role on again? And uh, look, I drink the Kool-Aid. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm a CFHLA guy all the way. And I absolutely said yes without hesitation yeah. because I knew the importance of this year uh, for our industry. And so um, Rich announced his retirement. And then we had to start looking for someone else. Yeah. And uh, we had some phenomenal candidates. Sure. We had over 110 candidates uh, for that job. Got it down to 39, then got it down to six. Wow. And within those six, we picked three. And then we did in-person interviews just to really get to know them uh, face-to-face. And, uh, you know, Robert just just rose above. Yeah, he does uh, that. His personality and his energy is unmatched. Yeah, dynamic. Uh, he's very dynamic. Uh, he has so much to bring to, to the tourism uh, industry from a political standpoint, as we know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he has many friends in Tallahassee, so a lot of our, our initiatives and priorities for, for, for hospitality – um, we think we have an in yeah. a, a bit. We have a friend there. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's going to do a, a fantastic job. He's running 100 miles a minute right now hmm. trying to make sure the Apopka Chamber is uh, left in good hands. He will start officially on the 15th. Yeah. Uh, he's already wanting to set up appointments with everybody and anybody yeah. uh, to start promoting CFHLA. So we're super excited. We had our board of directors meeting yesterday, and he was able to address them uh, for a five-minute speech yesterday, which, you know, to engage with them and then all that. So we're super excited. We know that he's 
He's all in, um, yeah. and he's drinking the Kool-Aid also. So He's got big shoes to fill. Yeah, uh, he Rich does. Is a, Rich is just a big personality and a great guy and a, and a fantastic leader. And, uh, and you're right. The, the politics of it, I think, are sometimes a hidden element to jobs like that. But um, both Rich was masterful at it, and I, I, I have no doubt Robert will be too. He's probably... Robert probably is ranked number two in best dressed in Central Florida, only behind you. So no one's going to uh, beat me. No one allowed. Out of boy. Yes, Robert is a, a, is a snazzy de- a dresser. <laughs> you do a lot of other work in the community besides your you know specific industry stuff. I know uh, the Sports Commission. Um, we had Jason on a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. what what else are you doing, and um, and why do you do it? Well, sports. In yep. general, as we know, I mean, over the past, gosh, five years, uh, we are a sports tourism, uh, you know, community. Yep. And Jason, you can't speak enough about what he's done Definitely. for the commission. Uh, volumes. I mean, he has brought it from mediocrity, to be quite honest, to, uh, oh, my gosh. I, I, I have so much to say about him. <laughs> he's, he's such a, a wonderful individual. Yeah. But uh, from a business standpoint, I have not seen anyone better. Someone who can speak charismatic, you yeah. know, get his point across, but just feel so genuine. Yeah. Uh, there's no one better than him. So um, what he's done for sports tourism uh, for Central Florida is has been phenomenal. Um, so I was very passionate. I'm a sports guy. We talked about it. We <laughs> talked about the Raiders and Dodgers, uh, you know, World Series champion Dodgers. Yeah, FYI. <laughs> <laughs> FYI. Um, but uh, I felt that uh, in my passion with sports and then and then being on that board uh, was going to be just a match made in heaven also. And so it's, it has been being able to to see where we can get if we can get FIFA looking at all the, the other things. We, we become a, a soccer city, you know? know, and we have the men's in right now, the national men's team in now. We're going to have the women's uh, in a in a month. And uh, we're just excited for 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 soccer in general. Uh, and then obviously the uh, Special Olympics. Yeah. Uh, is coming. That's going to be huge. The largest event ever in the city. Uh, so we're super excited about that. Um, I try to stay focused within what I can do and what I know. Yeah. And so I'm part of uh, the Florida Restaurant Lodging Association. I'm part of SCAL, which is the longest uh, tourism uh, industri- uh, industry association in the world and the oldest. Uh, and then, of course, I sit on the TDC, so the uh, Tourism Development Council, yep. uh, and that I'm very proud to do that also. And of course, uh, CFHLA. So, those are the things I try to stay in contact with. Stuff I love, yeah. stuff I think I can I can make a difference in. Um, but there's 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 small community things that I, that of course I've done, and uh, I I'm, I'm a firm believer in that we need to do something about affordable housing, yeah. workforce housing, most definitely, and transportation. Yeah, especially um, for the, 215 employees of yours. Absolutely, got to be able so to get here. So those two are some main for for our city in general. Uh, that's what I'm looking at, that, trying to to assist in. I love it. That's. Uh, that's powerful stuff, and and you know clearly you you have the passion for it, and you made a difference. So uh, that's I awesome. So thanks that. for for doing that. Yeah. I'll end on one question. Um, you know, what advice would you give a Rollins student today mm-hmm. who's interested in the hospitality or tourism business? I mean, aside from joining the military and being a, a security <laughs> director at a, hot, a hotel, right, right. what else should they do to kind of uh, get into the career field that you're yeah, in? Yeah, you know, I wish, and luckily we have uh, Rosen. You know, hospital college of hospitality. Yes. Uh, I really wish we did have a, a hospitality program here at Rollins, hmm. uh, and I could be more involved in that. Um, I, I want people to understand that if you truly love people, you love to travel. Um, there's a hotel 
everywhere uh, in the world right. that if you want to travel and you want to see new places, uh, and you can definitely do that. But I love, uh, I, I think that uh, if they, oh, I, I, <laughs> my apologies. I think that uh, if they really truly love people and want to s- and provide a service, uh, that's something that they, they need to really take a look in. Hospitality has is, is, is been my life for, yeah. for 20 years now. And uh, I've, I've been fulfilled uh, 10 times over. So, yeah. yeah. Jesse Martinez, general manager of the Alphand Inn. Uh, you're just the best in the business. Uh, you're a great friend. And uh, we are really lucky to have you. I hope that you, I know you get offered jobs left and right. And I hope you never take another job. So I'll, I'll be I your, love my little kingdom. I'll so. be your career yeah, ca- yeah. counselor and say <laughs> you may not take another job anywhere at any time. Absolutely. But uh, thanks for being with us today at Rollins Around Town. And thank you for having me. So thanks for joining us today. Uh, next week, we will have Mr. Hal George, uh, who's a Rollins alum and president of Parkland Homes here in Winter Park and one of the most dedicated volunteers in all of Central Florida. Uh, we'll talk about his work and the work of uh, his former president uh, and mine, uh, Thaddeus Seymour, uh, with what they do and what they have continued to do for Habitat for Humanity. So keep updated on our show and guests. Follow us on Facebook at Rollins Around Town and subscribe to our podcast, Rollins Around Town on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So with that, wish you a great day and thanks for being with us here on WPRK.